0: for 25% off your DNA test kit. Welcome to the Cannamom Show. Are you interested in hearing inspiring cannabis stories told by real moms and caregivers? This is the show for you. I'm your host, Joyce Gruber. I am a former family law attorney, and mother of two, and I have been talking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, along with my co-host and cannabis sister, Amy Searles.
1: Hey there. Hey, Hey Amy. She
0: is here. She's on the floor because we have a special show today. (laughs) Amy and I are sharing the stories of women breaking barriers and building businesses in the emerging cannabis industry. Today, like I said, is a very special show because we are recording at the Cannabis Wedding Expo. Yes, I said that correctly. The Cannabis Wedding Expo at in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with one of the founders of Erie Wedding and Events, based in Denver, Colorado. My guest partner, Beck Coop, who could not be with us today, met my guest in 2016. Beck is from Washington State and began her professional cannabis life as a bud tender in Colorado when rec cannabis was introduced in 2014. She started her cannabis career with a job at a medical dispensary while also running a delivery based floral business. This sparked the big idea cannabis weddings. With a tenacious attitude and a saint like amount of grace, Beck established Colorado's first cannabis wedding specialist company. And little did she know where it would be in just five short years rebranded and serving couples in multiple states. And fun fact, Erie Wedding Event is also the first cannabis catering business with liability insurance. But my guest, my guest is from Southern California and had experience with medical marijuana compliance before launching her cannabis events career. She left medical marijuana to pursue a career on the recreational side and she joined forces with Beck in 2016 to help create this new market in Colorado and expand erie's reach across the country with passion for compliance and responsible social consumption my guest has made her life's mission to make couples feel accepted and celebrated and the ladies are planning on bringing their unique event planning business to boston soon right
2: yes soon
0: so we are very happy to be here in the cannabis wedding expo to get the inside scoop and share her knowledge with anyone listening who wants to explore a cannabis friendly event Welcome, Madeline Kelly.
2: Thank you so much for having (laughs) me, ladies. I truly appreciate it.
0: Well, this is quite
2: an event, so this
0: is an expanding industry.
2: Yes, it is. We've taken our business from our flagship location in Denver and expanded to multiple regions across the country, including Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and now Boston. So you're doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So
0: um, I know you have your own cannabis story, you have children, you've been in this business. Uh, if you want to start a little bit just how you got to this moment and then where we're seeing this cannabis um, Event planning industry going
2: because I really think this is a big this is a big movement and this event is pretty fun. Absolutely. So my background in cannabis started at the Medical Marijuana Registry in Colorado. I was the Legal liaison and Communications Coordinator handling subpoenas and patients and oh. physicians and dispensaries and all their inner workings. Um, and that was that was pretty rewarding. But after the birth of my daughter, um, I could not go back to work. I couldn't give her up. She was just too sweet. Oh. Um, so I decided to reach out to the recreational side of cannabis and see what was out there. So see what kind of fit my skill set and my passion um and I grew up doing events in my local my hometown for the vets hall and the rec- uh parks and recreation department yeah. um and so I decided to to kind of try and incorporate that and I reached out to Beck and We became instant best friends and instant business partners and um, transformed what was our our wedding planning business and our floral business um, from having a cannabis focus to full blown compliant cannabis bar services.
0: And you came from, yeah, so you came from this from a liability. What was your background in terms of? um, the business side of it?
2: Um, so compliance, compliance was definitely kind okay. of my my side of things. So Beck and I both have a, hu- a huge passion for compliance as well as hospitality. So putting those two together really makes for a perfect blend of, of a compliant and pretty and enjoyable cannabis bar for everybody.
0: Well, we can see that here. So um, one of the things we talked about how you came up with the business idea, where did this actually spark from? And then... Uh, How do you work? Because we were talking a little bit about advertising, and how do you actually even get, you have this awesome idea, you have a great business, you have liability, you're a legit business, (laughs) but we have, right? We talked a little bit about how... it's very hard to advertise and get the message out. So how are you guys working with that obviously this event here today, but what else what other things do you have to do that's special because of the cannabis?
2: Yeah, so as a cannabis-based business, we are prohibited from advertising on things like Facebook and Google Ads, which is where so many wedding businesses are able to advertise to clients because there aren't a lot of brick and mortar shops where folks are going into when they're planning a wedding. They go to a wedding dress store and sometimes they'll go do a case a tasting at a catering facility or at a bakery. But other than that, it's digital. It's online or it's at bridal shows. So we really try and market to bridal shows. Um, we also advertise in dispensaries that we're, that we're familiar with that we feel attract our kind of ideal client base. Um, and then we also work with um, our Instagram account with our um, a marketing intern who's just wonderful at curating a great feed. Um, and then we also have... Um, The ability to advertise on Wedding Wire. Wedding Wire and the Knot are, they don't prohibit cannabis businesses from advertising. And what is Wedding
0: Wire exactly? What's Wedding Wire?
2: So wedding wire is um, is a hosting site where couples go to plan their wedding and find local vendors and also build their wedding website where that has information for their guests about where to stay where mm-hmm. to park where their venues happening things to do in town wedding it's websites are huge right now we are, I know it's changed so much wedding websites are huge and the not and wedding wire not only are they those those resources for the couples to build their own site but they're also a vendor listing resource um, there's also a website out there called love and Mary J um, which is um, run by a good friend of ours Nikki, who's another you know
0: you can give a shout out. I love you. We'll put in the show notes.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Nikki McDonald, the owner of, of Love and Mary J, is a it's wedding wire for the cannabis wedding space specifically. So it's a vendor listing of all cannabis friendly vendors. So you don't have to filter through and ask who's friendly and who's not. It makes it really painless for cannabis. We absolutely love it. Um, so we definitely advertise on there as well.
0: So, this, so do you feel like this is like um, a secret sisterhood that's coming together? What do you, cause I, We actually talk about this a little bit. Like when we don't talk about the transparency of this, we feel like we're alone in this. So, how are you getting yeah. out? to Like, I mean, there are a lot of women out there who want to have cannabis weddings. I actually did an interview with a woman out, um, Abby Revis, uh-huh. from California, to talk about what it was like and how she decided and what the reaction was. So, how do you? You know, are these brides? Banding together, like what's yeah, working?
2: yeah. I think I think brides definitely band together. You know, they go they event attend uh, cannabis wedding expos and things like this to to get a feel for the alternative vendors that are out there. That they don't have to be pigeonholed into this perfect you know, perfect little bridal hole. They don't have to do that. They get to, they get to express themselves and create their own wedding day. And there's, you know, community boards for things like that where, where brides can connect and, and really feel heard and understood. And it's really, really great. And the cannabis industry fosters that for women outside of the wedding space as well.
0: And are you doing guerrilla advertising or is that, how does that work? Is that, is that part of the Um, strategy?
2: (laughs) So I would say like, Having, what would that even look like I'm right? not even sure I know what that is um, having like having a booth at things like a Sensi night where people or you know any sort of other cannabis industry event you know you're going to see your soil companies you're going to see your nutrient companies you're going to see processors packagers, but a cannabis bar for weddings and events that's something that you don't see at every trade show so we do participate in both bridal shows and some cannabis shows as well um, and just trying to get our different markets off the ground for all of those shows It's,
0: it's, 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 a, it's a, we were at the harvest fest yesterday so we saw yeah. all these these things and there are so many ideas just in terms of like i don't know, we got these little joint holders there are little cards and we mm-hmm. thought what beautiful little place cards those would be mm-hmm. very personalized and yes. just a little thing so in terms of your business um i know it's a big range of what people think about when they think of cannabis weddings so can you just talk about the range of options you know from maybe just cbd infused joints to yeah. like a full bar to maybe just having a few cannabis leaves on the table like what is the full range of things people could expect
2: Sure, so we offer a few different services to accommodate different palettes and different levels of comfort with different couples. Um, some couples want to be loud and proud. They want to have those those buds in their flowers, which is a service we offer to our, our Colorado-based clients. Um, and we can help. Um, clients in other regions find cannabis friendly florists so if they really want to be that that forward about it then we're absolutely glad to help them do it um and then for the um for the people who want to be a little bit more discreet that's usually having the bar either out on a patio or in a place that's a little less inconspicuous not right in the middle of the room um but we really make it an integral part of the wedding we make it seamless and we make it so that we look like the other stations whether that's the gift table the the alcohol bar, you know, we want to make it match. Um, So we really, really make sure that we are blending in seamlessly into it. Um, And then um, we help our clients decide how they want to consume I was going to ask
0: you that. So, like, talk about, like, you don't provide the flour or the – You provide the – information so tell them what you would provide
2: yeah so we don't provide any of the product they have to either grow it themselves or provide it from a licensed dispensary we provide everything else we provide the apparatuses the cleaning supplies um, the lighters the signage the knowledgeable bud tenders behind the bar to guide guests through that experience Um, and then any of the leftovers that are left over at the end of the night the couple gets to take home with them Um, so we have a variety of consumption options we have glass we have tabletop vaporizers portable vaporizers dab rigs and we can also do small serving edibles too Um, So any way that the couples want to consume we can do that. We also love can of cocktails as a smokeless option All right, we're talking
0: about that. Tell me a little bit what a can of cocktail is sure
2: So we live in we live in a a fire um, a wildfire state as well as California is another one of our markets where we have two branches and we want to be respectful of of venues uh, Consumption policies some of them say no smoking at all. They don't want any flame They don't want to take that risk and we want to be respectful of that. So can of cocktails are alcohol free beverages that contain between one milligram of THC all the way up to five milligrams of THC. And we curate it based on what, you know, what are they serving for dinner? What time of, of the year is it seasonally? Um, and we make beautiful little cocktails that people can enjoy. And grandma doesn't know if it's THC or alcohol, nor do they need to know. So, and it hits people a lot faster as well, which we love. A traditional edible takes some time to pass through your system, time to get activated. And then time, it's a very long time that it takes effect. With can of cocktails, they pick a, um, they pick up in about 30 minutes and they leave you within 30 minutes to an hour. So it's much more comparable to a glass of wine or a cocktail. And then there are two other questions. So
0: I know, what if someone over-consumes? Do you do, do you work with people to make sure there's a remedy on place, which, you know, it's not something drastic like... <laughs> I, I, when people like, talk about cannabis with opiate and cannabis, uh-huh. it makes these happen. So what do you do when you're talking about someone who may overconsume?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we take a few different um, a few different approaches to ensure that overconsumption doesn't happen in the first place. So we moderate serving sizes. We take what the state recommends and cut them in half or even down wh- to a quarter. And what, what would be a serving size that you would recommend? Um, so we love rolling half gram joints. Um, those are a much better serving size for people in a social setting than a one gram joint. Um, one gram is what the state of Colorado, state of California, and other states recommend as a serving size. And we think in a... Social social setting that that's just too much especially when you have people who are here from out of town who may not experience recreational cannabis in their daily lives and um, and you know they've been traveling they're a little dehydrated they're tired they've been helping with this wedding prep for their fa- their friends or their loved ones and you know just making sure that they are consuming responsibly is important if someone does have an adverse reaction so that's to first. cannabis number one they're making yeah. sure you're, you're responsible yep we're responsible servers and then secondly if if an adverse reaction does um, happen with cannabis then we have what we call the uh, the over- Overconsumption kit underneath the bar, and that is full of home remedies that you can find in your kitchen. It's got cb you know, pure CBD products in it with absolutely no THC. So if somebody does overconsume or they have an adverse reaction, we can help them get back to a better balance. Can you explain state. how
0: the CBD works to counteract any kind of THC overdose, or how does that sure. work for the body? Yeah, yeah.
2: So we have what we call the endocannabinoid system running through our body. You're not making up, I <laughs> every week. right? The endocannabinoid system, and um, the that system is full of receptors, and those receptors are what THC and CBD molecules will bind to so having the that CBD under our bar is really beneficial in case that somebody over consumes THC they have a lot of THC molecules bound to those receptors. When you consume CBD, those receptors actually have a preference for CBD over THC. So CBD can bump those THC molecules out of the receptors and insert themselves instead, bringing people back to a really good balanced state. And we don't have anything like that for alcohol. So uh, giving people the opportunity to experience something and knowing that we have a remedy underneath the bar, should they not like the way it's going, whether they have too much or they just simply don't enjoy the way it makes them feel we have something under the bar that can help them. What about peppercorns? Peppercorns are an amazing remedy. Whether you have cannabis or not at your wedding, anxiety is always running high around those times. It's a high stress time in a a couple's life. And so having the opportunity to crunch on a black peppercorn or even simply smell it um, can bring you back from the brink of an anxiety attack um, within 60 to 90 seconds. It's pretty incredible. That's a good good tip, people, peppercorns.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, so if you've never been to a cannabis-friendly event... Sometimes I hear this thing from people, well, everyone's just going to be sitting around and they're going to be like relaxing and it's gonna be really boring. Can you explain what a cannabis friendly event could look like to people if they have this vision of like a bunch of stoners? Sleeping at the table. I think that's what they think is going to happen.
2: Absolutely So we help guide couples on what they should purchase which includes a whole lot more than just some indicas You know, we don't we don't want everybody falling asleep But if that's if that's the couple's preference, then absolutely we want to have some indica available for them on the bar Um, But most people know their own tolerance levels and they know if they haven't consumed before then we're going to guide them through What's what their best options are so having um, a well-balanced bar is really important And that's why we we take our couples through what those different strain types need to look like so we love having a high CBD, low THC strain on our bar, mm-hmm. in addition to um, a sativa-leaning hybrid, a 50-50 hybrid, and then an indica-leaning hybrid, and getting the right amount of those based on their preferences that's, that's and their guests. That's yeah. like, It's like having a red, a white, and uh-huh. a, a, a mixed drink. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So the folks who who have that reaction to indica, where it just puts them right to sleep, we're going to recommend that they stay away from it until they're ready you know, to, to have that nightcap. So we definitely want to make sure that we're cognizant of the flow of the event, as well as um, how folks so so we're crushing that stigma cannabis events are not a bunch of people falling asleep at the table (laughs) correct They are not
0: okay because it's a lot of music all right so um (laughs) all right so we've gone through sort of what you've done so what are your plans what are you thinking about boston like what's you know we're in boston what do you think is going to happen here who are you reaching out to and what do you what do you how do you think cannabis is going to work in boston i'm not I'm, i'm from here i keep thinking we're puritans but once i tell people what i do everybody's got a cannabis story and when i say he's going to a cannabis wedding event yeah people's eyes
2: light up absolutely so we really think that boston is going to take off this is our first weekend announcing that we're officially here so so it's it's here um and we are um we're really excited because Boston has the same love and appreciation for everything that they do, just like Denver does. It's a very craft kind of state. I would agree it's, with that. It, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's very focused on small businesses succeeding, on women empowerment, and on the quality and the craft of things and the compliance of things as well. We're really excited to have another market like that. Actually, um, I meant to
0: ask you, so what does it mean? So you are the first cannabis company with a light kind of event with a liability policy yes so So we have explain what that means and how that makes a different house that's been really important
2: yeah absolutely so most um alcohol bartending companies when they're a a legit you know licensed mobile bartender they have what they call liquor liquor liability insurance and that's insurance that they have to to provide to the venues that's something that they show to their clients to say that we are insured you know for any any sort of accidents or anything that can happen we have the same thing but for cannabis consumption and we were the first in the country to get a policy that covered us for that we worked uh, with underwriting for a few years to get them to understand exactly what we do um, because we're not a dispensary. We don't sell it. We don't grow it. We provide a service. So getting them to understand that was really challenging and finally they did and it got to the point where, where they said yes, that they were willing to cover us. Which and were there great. other
0: people in this trying to get the same thing is you or do you think you're really you're out there you're a pioneer
2: i think we were definitely a pioneer because if somebody else had created it our insurance folks would have found it and it didn't exist yet so we had to be the ones so to another woman pioneering in this industry yeah yeah Good so we, we had to get that we had to get that to to be sure that we were holding ourselves to the same standards that other wedding vendors do um, that was super important to us to remain fully compliant and make sure that our clients and our venues are really really happy with everything that we do that's
0: very important so if you were planning an event in boston this is the company that you should be working with because you're going to be protected absolutely yeah we got legitimate all right so i know that you were talking about when you were in colorado you have certain venues that only want to work with you mm-hmm. like when yeah. y- i when i was pl- playing a lot of events bar mitzvahs whatever yes, you know <laughs> yes absolutely so when i go to these and they always have you know um uh, people vendors that they like so are yes. you working with people in Massachusetts are there certain venues that are actually reaching out to you because they want to be part of this
2: yeah absolutely so we we typically like to um, to reach out to venues uh, not during wedding season mm-hmm. so we just came out of wedding season so now we're starting to get into what we call the dark months is it wedding season all year mm. uh, yeah it is really <laughs> starting to be all year Millennials are starting to try and save money and they're booking um, rightfully so and they're booking into the winter and the fall because things are discounted because it's not traditional wedding season which we love because we love fall colors we love the snow we we just we love fall and winter. It's so much fun, especially in markets like Denver and, and Boston. So having the ability to um, to reach out to ven- venues now that they've slowed down a little bit, we are going to start reaching out to them and letting them know that we are here in Boston. This is what we do. We want to make sure that y- you know y- cannabis consumption is going to happen at these venues, whether they allow it or not. People are going to be eating edibles in the car, hotboxing their car. You don't want to hotbox <laughs> a car in your wedding dress. Just don't do it. And so we want to make sure that it's out in the open, that it's pretty, that it's accepted and is accessible to everybody because you. May may have somebody in your family or friend group that does want to try it but they weren't invited to the car to go hotbox and they weren't and they aren't comfortable in a hotbox situation and we want to nor- and we
0: want to normalize this you don't we don't, we, you, we don't ask we don't ask you to go exactly. into the bathroom and smoke your bottle of wine exactly. i mean drink a bottle
2: of wine exactly yeah. you and know what i mean if a venue caught you drinking a bottle of wine in your car or with a flask they would probably confiscate it because it's against the policy of the alcohol company that they've hired to serve that alcohol there they are not to have any alcohol that's consumed without proper service and we feel cannabis should be held to the exact same standard that we want to know what people are consuming we want to know how much they have so that if something does go wrong we can counteract it yeah, transparency
0: is mm-hmm. uh, it makes it safer
2: all right. so absolutely. are you working
0: so are you trying to find like hotels are you working with like small houses like we have a lot of different
2: interesting yeah. venues yeah around here. It's, it's all it's a whole range we have uh, 70 plus cannabis friendly venues in Denver and they range from tiny art galleries and privately owned hotels all the way up to big 700 person venues I mean it, it just ranges so we are willing to work with anybody who's privately owned and anybody who is open to this and wants to do it the right way we want to make sure that they're that they have a resource. We so anybody reliable. in
0: Boston, if you have a venue space, who should we talk to you? Yes, absolutely. All right. Look at, so we do have a little bit more time, but I actually want to go back to Colorado. Yeah. So you know Goldie Soledar?
2: Yes, we do. So Goldie I just, with City Sessions. We love her. I just want like
0: I give a shout out to her. So I always say my cannabis awakening was with Goldie. I went to Colorado yes. in 2016 with my um, husband, and we met her, and she gave us a legal tour. So how awesome. do you know Goldie, and what is her influence in the Denver community?
2: So um, mm-hmm. Beck is actually really good friends with her, um, and Beck went on one of her tours not too long ago. And she also participates in, in a lot of the same events that we do in Denver. So we get to see her a lot. Um, and her influence has been, I think, just paramount, like everybody else's has, to the proper use of cannabis, the education behind it, and and compliant events. So we just, we love her. And did she... Um
0: is she working. She's not working in the event planning event space. She's just doing the tours, She's right? She's doing the tours, um, okay. and they're focusing
2: on a bachelor and bachelorette parties. It seems uh, between oh. last year and this year, yeah. That's a
0: good so one. That's a smart one. It
2: is, yeah.
0: Now, all these things. Like we were, even uh, we did an interview with a woman who's doing these brunches for women who mm-hmm. want to get together, which is also another good way for a bachelorette party or oh, s- to yeah. talk about yeah again we're new england we're a little puritanical <laughs> amy and i talk about where the gr- where your friends where your yeah. girlfriends who are out here oh to yeah. talk about what this is going on and we want to introduce you to other girlfriends to make this accessible and yeah. you want to trust us absolutely a,
2: yeah. absolutely so we um we've done over 40 cannabis pairing dinners um with oh you mason jarab okay. group yeah they're another female-owned uh business in colorado that is just amazing and, and she and she is, um, they're just wonderful. And and we've done so many events with them, providing decor and providing um, edibles. So I have another thing. So or, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> not providing edibles and providing uh, the cannabis bar services. Are you doing, so this is like the flip side, the clothing part. Are you doing anything with like hemp?
0: wedding dresses or anything yes, like that is that yeah. coming into the um, we, picture
2: it definitely is we have a friend who um her name is Janae. she owns high vibe bride hi what is it high vibe bride okay and she makes hemp silk wedding dresses that are just absolutely stunning really yes and they're incredibly affordable all custom made she's amazing so you can definitely hit her up oh, for that's your that's right. dress needs.
0: that's what my niece is uh 17 and she's a sewer now yeah. and um I gave her some hemp material because I wanted her to make me a jacket. Yeah, but absolutely. A hemp wedding dress. Good Lord. What? Yes, I they love are that gorgeous, idea. And the texture is amazing. That's I perfect. Love yeah. Well, yeah. When we start finally getting our can of mom swag, it's all going to be hemp. Awesome. I, I love that. Okay. Um. All right. So we have a couple more minutes. Do you want to do your favorite? Yeah. No. All right. So maybe we'll talk to you. Okay. So this is part of our, <laughs> at the end of our show lately, we've been doing um Amy's favorite things. We we were at the um, Harvest Cup yesterday. So, was there anything that you saw there yesterday that just blew your mind, or you think people need to see, or any new products, or I don't know? I like those. um, What was that box you got, Amy? The the flip thing for the yeah the pot. Those are funny.
2: Um, I let's see. I'm trying to think about what I'm. There were so many things there yesterday. No, so many. The bamboo
0: pipes and the. (laughs) <laughs> um, I've
2: been a fan of the crystal pipes lately. I oh. lo- Have you seen them? No, they're I'm crystal pillars that have a screen in them, and they're hollowed out in their pipes, and they're like amethyst and jade and all these really cool crystals. No, they, I haven't seen those. Those are beautiful. And then um, Bellow is going to be, um, we're going to start using their devices. We love Bellow's um, concept and how sociable they make it and how acceptable it is because so many people are used to holding a glass in their hand at a wedding, whether that be a cocktail or champagne, glass of wine, whatever. They're so used to holding that. And and that's such a familiar social interaction to cheers and to and to have that glass in your hand. So we absolutely love the Bello vaporizers for. Oh, what, is, so what do those look
0: like? I didn't even see those.
2: They're in. So. They're never um, they're they're there. Yeah. There's, there's
0: several. Just so you know, we're in, a, we're in the middle of the lobby and there's uh two rooms full with cannabis wedding three room. There was three rooms set up with mm-hmm. cannabis wedding. stuff stuff venues and vendors so it's amazing it's a lot of things
2: yeah absolutely so Bellow is definitely one of our favorite up and coming technology pieces we really really love them
0: yeah so there's just so much to learn I'm always amazed actually when I meet people who have been in the industry for so long and they're still amazed by something new because Mm -hmm. every day it seems like something new
2: oh yeah the, the innovation is there for sure.
0: Okay, so any other like last words of wisdom you want to share with people about um, when you're coming to Boston? When are you going to be here? When can people start reaching out to yeah. you?
2: So people can start reaching out to us now. Right we are now. we are live in Boston, okay. um, and we want people to know that you don't have to have a cannabis themed wedding. It doesn't have to be pop. It's leaves not a, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have not to like look a super like a superhero wedding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You can pick your own theme to your wedding, or if you just want to have colors or a certain vibe, or if you just want it to be classic and elegant and timeless, you can have that. Wedding and still incorporate cannabis in safe and responsible ways by having a compliant cannabis bar.
0: Perfect, perfect message. All right, so this is our favorite end of the um, interview question. I always credit my friend Asia Atwood. Uh, sh- we like to ask our guests because there's so many ways to consume. What is your favorite way to consume cannabis in this very um, a lot of option world? Well, oh, um, you can have several choices. Okay, you cool. can have different venues and with different ways and different sure. options. Yeah,
2: um, I think. I'm, I'm a joint person through and through that's and that's, that's Amy that's perfect for, for our business because sometimes we roll hundreds of them in the night so having the opportunity to, to practice in my off hours is always good um, and I just I love it I love being able to just smoke it and be done but I, I'm a firm believer in uh, using hemp wick if I'm going to smoke out of a bong or a pipe I, hemp wick is um, it's a hemp cord that's covered in a little bit of wax that has the ability to burn really slowly so you use that instead of a butane lighter it's a little bit healthier for your lungs. I, have I absolutely that. love hemp corn. I'll show it to you. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's a smoke. It's a little nerve-wracking to me, but yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's it's a way to light it and it's just so much cleaner and so much better um, for your lungs. You don't get all that nasty butane in there. Um, so I, I really enjoy hemp wick if I'm going to smoke out of glass and then joints is, is definitely my number one. And it's got to be hemp paper though.
1: Right. You know, I saw there's a lot of vendors that have you know, silver paper and printed. Uh-huh. I'm kind of nervous to smoke those. You know, because yeah. what am I inhaling? There but are, they look so pretty, though. Right. right? There,
2: there are a lot of companies that will use um, food-based dyes or dyes that are consumable, oh, that are water-based, good. so that yeah. they aren't getting you aren't getting all those harmful toxins. Right. Um, but we really appreciate when um, when any sort of coloring or branding is done just on the crutch piece, um, because then you're still getting your message across. You're still bringing a pop of color to it, right. but you're leaving the the part that's going to actually combust, you're leaving that more natural. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. I like that. Do you have one of those? The, the
1: Hempwick? I do have Hempwick. Oh, yeah. It comes in like a little, you, know, you can get them in like a little matchbook, and mm-hmm. it winds around like twine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: I wrap all my lighters with it. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, so that was great. All right. So that's awesome for my amazing,
0: oh, do you have one more thing, Amy? No. Yeah. All right. One more thing, and then. Yeah.
1: I was just going to say one more thing <laughs> that I just love the idea of having bud tenders instead of bartenders. I just yes. think that is the greatest thing. Cause not everyone likes booze. Not yeah. everyone wants you know, to drink. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so synonymous with weddings.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a celebration. You're bringing people together. You're letting right. people kind of indulge and relax. It's supposed to be luxurious and fun and yeah. just about the love that the couple shares and about how, how unique they are. And if they consume cannabis in their daily life, And it helps them relax. Why shouldn't they be able to do so on one of the most stressful days ever? They should be able to relax the way they want to. I know. Honestly, it's just going to make it so much more fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People walk up to our bar and they say best wedding ever. So we've gotten that that more than two dozen times. It makes me want to have a party get oh, yes. married all over again right well you, you don't you don't have <laughs> oh, to have yeah. a party you don't have That's to have a true. wedding you could have right. any sort of party we'll do birthday parties product launches we can do <gasps> yes Hello. big you know what let's do for <laughs> let's do 49 again 49 I again i don't mind awesome. turning 50 i'm yeah. totally gearing yeah. up for it awesome i'm, I'm fine. glad to hear that i think this is a <laughs>
1: great way to sort of you know ring it in with this you know the new canna show and yeah I'm just loving it awesome well congrats yeah. I'm excited for you
2: well,
1: thanks. <laughs> and it's been so much fun here this has been just such a great event and nice so to glad meet you, you and had everyone fun. Yeah, yeah thank you you so all much look for so great us. with your black our jumpsuits suits, our on. uniforms I love them
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you you look really great clean and classy and, and boutiquey without being like that nasty polyester button-up shirt no, you, you, you guys <laughs> look beautiful you're right there thank all you. right
0: so for my guest Madeline Kelly of Irie wedding and events yay <laughs> My co-host and cannabis sister, Amy Searles, I want to thank Philip Wolf and the other Cannabis Wedding Expo organizers for inviting us here today, the Sheraton Commander in Cambridge, Massachusetts, my sound engineer, Josh Lampkin, who also wrote and recorded the Canna Mom theme music, the podcast garage for loaning us the sound equipment today, and you for taking the time to listen to the Canna Mom show, where we are changing the expectations of caregiving and crushing that cannabis stigma one Canna story at a time. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, and this is The Cannamom Show.
2: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston.
0: Join me each week as I speak to both